Hey guys, welcome back to the Fantasy Waiver Wire. Here are our top 20 quarterbacks for week 17. And before we get started, I just want to thank everybody for subscribing to the channel. It really means a lot to me. So let's hop into it. We've got Josh Allen as QB1. Last week against the Patriots, he threw for 314 yards and three touchdowns, and then he added 64 yards on the ground. He had a much better game than we expected, especially against the Patriots where he didn't have the best game of his career in week 13. He's been QB1 on the season, and he's going to be QB1 this week. He's averaged 24.7 fantasy points per game, and this is a very easy matchup against Atlanta who has the 29th worst defense. Our QB2 is Patrick Mahomes, who in his last three games, he's been absolutely dealing. He's averaged 310 yards, he scored eight touchdowns, and only one interception. He's even had 52 rushing yards in those three games. This week, he's got a very beatable Bengals defense, and had they had a real quarterback playing against them last week, the Baltimore defense would have done a lot more damage than they did. At three, I've got Jalen Hurts, who is still managing on an ankle injury, but despite that, he's averaged 25 points in his two games back. He only had seven rushing yards last week, but he's playing against Washington. Washington just got throttled by Dallas, so I'm expecting Jalen Hurts to definitely be eating. The 2021 MVP Aaron Rodgers is QB4. He's had seven touchdowns and zero interceptions over his last five games. He's absolutely phenomenal. This week, he's got an in-division matchup against Minnesota, who played really well against the Rams and made Matt Stafford just look okay. Staff had less than 200 yards for the first time since being a Ram, but Minnesota still offers one of the friendliest defenses to quarterbacks and wide receivers, and Green Bay has Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. QB5 is Tom Brady, who's got the New York Jets. Need we say more? Sure, he's going to be without Chris Godwin and Mike Evans and Leonard Fournette, but it's Tom Brady versus the Jets. He's still in contention for MVP, so he's going to be trying to rack up points. Antonio Brown had 15 targets last week for 10 catches, and he could be seeing that again. Now, QB6 is a guy we've already mentioned. It's Matt Stafford, and he had a very meh game last week. This week, he's going against Baltimore, who just gave up 525 yards to Joe Burrow, so I'm expecting Matt Stafford and Cooper Cup to get it done through the air. At 7, Joe Burrow. The guy just put up 525 yards last week. This week, he's got KC, and the last quarterback to throw for over 300 was Josh Allen, our QB1, in Week 5. But Joe Burrow is talented, and KC likes to score. So if the Chiefs are going to be putting up numbers, Joe Burrow is talented enough to keep up. Number 8 is a guy that rebounded nicely in Week 16 after a couple down performances. It's Kyler Murray. He finished as QB6. Even though he only threw for 245 yards, he got 74 on the ground. And this week, he's going up against Dallas, so there's going to be a ton of offensive potential. Number 9 is Justin Herbert, who ended up losing to the Houston Texans. Nobody saw that coming. They were like 10-point favorites, and they lost by two scores. We expected Herbert to go psycho in that matchup, but he still finished his QB9, which is good for six consecutive top 10 finishes. The guy's only a second-year player, and he's throwing up numbers like this. This matchup is against Denver, which is not only in division, but they are the third least friendly to quarterbacks. At 10, it's a guy that also rebounded nicely. It's Dak Prescott. He finished his QB2 last week after three consecutive QB20 or worse competitions. He posted 330 yards and four touchdowns against Washington last week, and this week against Arizona, there's going to be a huge over-under. I'm expecting close to 60. At 11, it's our first rookie on the board. It's Trey Lance, who we're expecting to start for Jimmy Garoppolo. Assuming he starts, he's got huge rushing potential. In his last start, he had 16 rushes for 89 yards and was inches away from a touchdown. The Niners have the Texans this week, so there's going to be a lot of rushing opportunity. At 12, Taysom Hill, who averages 11 rushes per game, good for 65 yards per game. I mean, that's a lot just to start as your floor. He missed last week due to COVID, but we're expecting him back. And the Panthers have the sixth worst defense for quarterbacks which means there's going to be a lot of groundwork for Taysom Hill. At 13, we've got Russ Wilson, who's playing for pride. He's motivated. He wants a new contract, whether it be with the Seahawks or somebody looking to trade for him. 
He wants to win. This is his first losing season in the NFL, and he's sick of it. He's only thrown for 250 yards four times this season, which is absolutely abysmal, especially for Russ, but he's got Detroit this week. Detroit has gotten better on the defensive side of the ball, but it's not great. Russell Wilson is our 13th quarterback, and I won't be surprised if Russ finishes in the top 10. The Baltimore quarterback is 14 on our list this week, and I don't care who it is, whether it's Lamar or Huntley, this quarterback is going to have a very safe floor because of their rushing ability. Again with rushing ability, number 15 is Justin Fields, who's had four top 10 games in his last five matchups. We're expecting him to draw the start after sitting out week 16 with an ankle injury, and he's going to be going up against the tough Giants defense. Though they're tough through the air, they're not tough on the ground, which is going to offer Justin Fields a lot of room to run. At 16, it's the king of consistency. It's Tua Tagovailoa. He is always, you know, a mid-range QB2, which is where we have him this week. And he's going up a very neutral matchup in Tennessee. Tennessee has had opponents throw the ball 64% of the time. And Tua is going to be throwing the ball, I don't know, 30, 35, maybe closer to 40. He's a very safe floor, but limited ceiling. On the opposite side of that matchup, we've got Ryan Tannehill, who's had seven rushing touchdowns this year. That's kind of keeping his stat lines together because he's only had two multi-touchdown games this season. AJ Brown is back and damn, the guy had 16 targets and was an absolute monster. But all that being said, Tannehill still finished at QB 17, which is exactly where we have him this week. Our second rookie on this list is Mac Jones, somebody who's been the king of consistency along with Tua. He's averaged only 13.6 fantasy points per week. He's got the Jaguars this week, so I'm expecting him to throw the ball quite a bit in the first half, and then they'll probably run out the clock in the second. Number 19 is Kirk Cousins, who finally had another top 12 performance. It's It's been a while. He had 315 yards and a touchdown, and although Green Bay isn't the ideal matchup, he's still going to be a very safe QB too. You can start him if you have to, but I'd look for other options. And our last quarterback on this list is Derek Carr, who has very eerie splits with and without Darren Waller. With Darren Waller, he averages 310 yards, and without, 235. Indianapolis is allowing 235 yards on the season, so that's kind of where we can expect Derek Carr to meet up. Josh Jacobs has been catching the ball a little bit more out of the backfield, so maybe that's where he'll grab a couple more yards. We can be expecting about 250 and maybe two scores. And thank you so much for watching, guys. Please like, comment, subscribe to our YouTube channel at Fancy Waverwire. Follow us wherever you get your podcasts, and follow us on Instagram at Fancy Waverwire. Thanks, and good luck in your championships.